Okay, here we go. Everything's on. Good afternoon, everyone. BC here, and I'm in Ontario at the office in the showroom, and um, it's cold. <laughs> Hello, Elroy. How are you? And it's so cold that I'm going to do two things because I'm a man of efficiency, right? I'm going to warm myself up and at the same time put on something that has no judge me to it because a lot of people have been judging me with my electric car. So this, my no judge me wig, I'm going to put on the entire session today. Thanks, Lindsay. And uh, on top of that, we're going to talk about fun stuff today. I'm going to stay warm and keep my wig on for judging. Yo, Fox Design. Hello, R35. Good afternoon. Max, good seeing you. And for those of you on YouTube, thank you so much for participating in this archive moment. Please subscribe. You know that little bell right there. Click on that so you can see all updates, especially crazy stuff coming up. Hello, AJ. Good afternoon. Magistrate to you, sir. Thank you so much. Pissed the F off. Good seeing you. Has a very interesting name. And for those of you on the podcast networks, thank you so much for joining. We have a lot of fun every Tuesday. If you want to join me live and participate, follow us on Instagram under BCMoto, B-I-S-I-M-O-T-O. We'll have a, have a blast. Hope all is well. J-R-A saying, Evie's amazing. People will come around. You're right. They, they will. Oh, I did good. Made it. Yay. Thank you so much. I did good for joining this afternoon. Appreciate that. Yes, Chief Justice indeed. Look at this. <laughs> well, it's actually cold out here, and I'm wearing this. And plus, a lot of people have been judging me with the electric Porsche, which is strange because on one hand, I, I had a flame suit on thinking that people would be very upset because I took something very iconic from the Porsche community and electrified it. But on the same token, I didn't get as much hate as I thought, which is good, but I still have a few people who are very upset and I'm doing a ton of videos, which will be on YouTube. So if you're not part of my YouTube channel, subscribe, and it's going to be fun, you know? Yep, I'm here with the judge wig, Jim Genghis Khan, because people are judging me with my EV project, plus it's cold in the back of the shop. Oh, you're hiding at work. Shame on you. Hello, Kevin. Good seeing you. Um, just came in today, did some work, um, took care of some paperwork, catching up on emails. I have a uh, Porsche that came in to get a flash. I have another one coming in very soon tomorrow. Uh, so it's pretty crazy. Um... I just won't. I promise not to. I five. I promise not to run over cones. You know. Jim Genghis course asking how hard was it to bar the Porsche? It wasn't difficult because I checked all the boxes. Meaning, and honestly, Jim Genghis can. I'm, I did a video a moment ago. I'm going to post up about how excited I was passing the test. And um, they checked the horns. They checked for headlights. They checked for brake and light. They made sure that I didn't have any petrol components still on the Porsche. So everything emissions-based was removed and replaced with EV components, and that was it, you know? Hello, sir. Good seeing you. Thank you so much, E-Parse. It's dual purpose. It allows me to... Should I bring it lower or higher? I don't know. Anyway, um, it allows me to do... Um, keep my head self warm because it's really cold back here. We've been having a very strange climate change here in the Southern California area, but also because a lot of people have been judging me with the crazy Porsche stuff, you know? <laughs> this is my no judge me wig. It's a wig I wear when people judge me. I put it on every Tech Tuesday. I keep it with me. But I've been getting some craziness going on. So that's what it is, you know? Pistol FR said, I think you should make a more for the fun of it. Up to you, but that's a good idea. You know what? Honda may be up to partnering with me on that, which is pretty interesting. Hello, Piston Performance. I know. I'm, I, I like to have a lot of fun, you know? <laughs> yes, it does keep me warm. And also, it looks pretty old school, you know? 
Judge BC in the house. I need a gavel or something, you know? So Adam Good says, I've been thinking about a new project for UBC. How about an old school flashback CRX with a mid-mounted turbocharged J35 like the Odyssey, but four-wheel drive is sequential like the wagon. That's, that's a pretty nice project, and it can be quite a monumental one indeed, not only from particulars to make it run very well, but also from an expense perspective. And it's something that, you know what? Adding good, I'll do this favor. I will share that with my partners from American Honda and see if there's something they'd like to do. And if so, your dream will come true. And I'd love to do that. Sounds like a really cool plan indeed, you know? Thank you so much, Uparse. Thanks if you like it. Thank you, Greg. Maybe I should start going to every show like this, every, every event or the racetrack or driving around, you know? Um, Roar Brand Fabrication said it's been done with a CRX. Um, I don't know if that combination exactly has been done. All-wheel drive, J35, rear engine, sequential. Hmm. That's a lot, a lot of nice components together, which is pretty good. It probably combined a lot of what I've done here with the Odyssey and the Wagon Van, which would be a pretty nice project, you know? Any new project card says Tabby Cow Speckles. Yes, always. So we're doing something very special with Hyundai, which is something I've never done with them before. Very exciting stuff. I've had so much fun with the EV Porsche. We plan with some of my partners to build an all-wheel drive version of that. So look forward to that for SEMA next year. That's all I can say so far. Raher is saying any light on the AW11. That's still on the back burner. I haven't decided if I should still go through with that or not. Thinking about it, you know? Ooh, Absolute Kevin says my gavel should be a piston rod assembly. That's a good idea. Aluminum rod would be a nice girth to it and then a piston on top of it. I'm going to add that to my repertoire. Thank you so much for suggesting that, you know? Um, like your opinion on what I've built, to be honest, said piss the F off. Okay, I'd love to see what you have. Just send me a DM. Um, I see the MR2 is for sale. I have quite a few. Yes, one of my Mercedes-Benz are gone. And the MR2 roller, I'm not sure if I'll do it. If there's not much interest, I'll probably keep it. But if there's interest, it can go to a better home. Hey, BC, it would be cool to see a crazy Porsche 914 build with that little mid-engine bay. Could do some cool, funky stuff. You're right. And forgive me, guys, on YouTube, or you may be seeing this, but I'm going to raise the camera here. And there is a 1976 912 right there, a yellow one. And I've been thinking about what we could do with that platform to make it really exciting, you know? Oh, Kevin, I bet you do have a few pistons. <laughs> some intact, some not. Um, how does the EV Porsche compare to your blue Porsche in terms of performance? And then that's a very, very good question. Man, I'm excited but ashamed at the same time to share with this. Because the blue 911, which is... Right there, right there, beautiful car. The first Porsche I ever built, 850 horsepower, 2,400 pounds, ridiculous. Everyone who drives it, it says it shouldn't be on the street, it's terrifying. Twin turbo, runs on 91 octane and some nice water methanol. Very fun, reliable car. But the K3, the electric car, would destroy it. The way the K3 launches, I don't have one vehicle in this shop. Maybe my insight in his heyday, I don't know that launches like this thing. And then it the torque, the low-end torque is ridiculous. It's absolutely amazing, you know. Thank you so much, Uparse. So that being said, isn't, isn't, oh, thank you so much, Raphael. Uh, Rafi, I'm sorry, Rafi Samith says, hello, looking fresh. Thank you so much. And <coughs> Electric 912. Oh, drive with Ooh. Import Riley, Florida. I like how you think. I really do, you know. Can I speak Spanish, asked Jorge. No, I cannot. I am Nigerian, so I speak Igbo and English. And Patois, which is what you may know here, but back home is broken English. And Chinameh can attest to that as well. That's what we speak back home many times. 
What am I judging, says Project LVN. Not judging anything. I'm actually, I'm being judged. So, I love Porsches. I love combining classic Porsches with modern technology. This Porsche right next to me right here is a beautiful narrow body, G body setup. And it has a sequential gearbox and a beautiful GT2 water-cooled power plant. The blue Porsche right there has a 996 twin turbo setup with a 997 gearbox. But it's, it still invokes the beauty of an old school car but puts modern technology. My most recent project has the iconic look of the 935, that whole 935 race. We find the original molds of the body and then impregnated electric vehicle technology into it. All 475 kilowatts of it. And people are, some people are excited, some people are going crazy, some people are pissed off, but I'm getting kind of a lot of judgment. So that's why I'm wearing this hat, you know? Ah, very funny, Kevin. <laughs> I said Eddie doesn't want to wait anymore. Oh my God. Oh, Hedy's there. Oh, my God. See? I, I know what you meant, CG. 914, absolutely. That would be pretty cool. It will be very invasive because, you know, the very front of the 914 tub is really flat and has a tank kind of towards the firewall and doesn't leave a lot much for ease of application for front assembly and the front wheels of suspension do not allow for axle shafts to go through. So it would be a lot of fabrication. But it can be done. And a very good idea indeed, you know? Doing a 993 with a 996 twin turbo motor, how hard is it? Well, here's a challenge. Um, you can do that. The 993 bay is very similar to the G-Body, and what I have here is a 996 GT2 engine, so it has been done. Um, the, there's no cutting whatsoever, which is nice, except for slight massaging where the gearbox is, and that's it. So you can do it if you have proper fabrication capability, you know? Amen, Kevin says, everything is for sale at the right price, even this wig. <laughs> it's actually getting quite warm under here. Um, any more updates to the wagon? So I did good. I am a very efficient person, but I am not that efficient. Um, I literally have been nonstop learning about the electric powertrain, taking care of business with customers, running around with meetings, catching up on emails, trying to respond to many of you on Instagram, which is very difficult, but it's, it's, it's really tough, you know? Thank you, my pleasure indeed, CG. Appreciate that indeed. Is it possible to stick a 993 engine onto the mower? Um, not easily. That 993 engine is pretty large. Unless, man, anything is possible, but it would be a pretty large lawnmower. <laughs> pretty large indeed. Who was my idol growing up? Wow, Jim Genghis Khan, that's, that's a good question. Um, believe it or not, um, wow, that's, a, that's an excellent question. Someone I idolized when I grew up. That's something I haven't thought about in a long time. Um, wow. I know when I came to the United States, it was John Conciati from AEM, the founder and president of that company. Um, but when I was much younger, I was really had my head in the books quite a bit. My father was my biggest idol, I guess, because he was extremely accomplished, very educated, got his PhD, um, very strict scientist and very strict disciplinarian, but also very loving. So I would say my father growing up and when I came to the United States on the performance realm, it was definitely John Consaldi, you know? Hello, Garcia. Good seeing you. Dream car, asked no way, no way, Leo. The dream car for me, let me think about that. It may be most likely something I'd build. You know what? It probably would be, ah, dream car. No, 
the K3V really was something I had on paper as a dream for a long time and we built that, but I would say something that's commercially available, probably a 918 Spider. That'd be a nice car to have, you know? Absolute Kevin saying, EV conversion is very exciting, especially street legal. Amen. You guys have no idea how excited I was to go to pass the bar yesterday, to go to California referee station and get that thing passed. Because for years, my customers, family members, friends have gone to referee with headaches and headaches and headaches. And for me to go there and then take a car and it passes. And now, it's the, honestly, guys, I'm telling you, right here in the office, that Porsche is back there lurking right there. I'm pointing to it. That electric Porsche is the fastest thing in my arsenal. And it's street legal, 50 state legal. That is bananas. That is bananas, you know? EV Porsche looking good. When are you going to track it or get quarter time? Very soon. I just finished getting alignment. Um, it's not possible for me to do things very quick, that quickly. So here's what I have to do. Um, got the alignment. Got the bar passing for the state of California. I have a DMV appointment in two days. So I'm going to go there and register it. Once I have my registration, I'll get a proper permit to drive around. I need to get a lot of data. So before I go to track, the most important data I have to get is in terms of battery temperature. So I have to finish up wiring up and program properly the battery management system, um, the, the lithium one that I have in the car right now, and then be able to monitor what's going on. I have to make sure that we have proper balance with all the cells in the entire vehicle. After that, then I want to get some range data. That will allow me to see what kind of range I can get and get some more information. And the battery temps are pretty much paramount for me right now because I'm using conduction as a way to cool down the batteries. I don't have a cooling plate. I don't have any fluids in there to cool the batteries yet. So I want to see how that's going to happen. And that being said, I'll have the opportunity to then start going to the track. Putting it on a track without making sure that all the safety parameters are up to, up to cold would be a bad idea, you know? I'm only going to put a battery cooler SOS Customs if it deems necessary. If the conductive plates are ideal, at least for what I do, which is driving for long distances, spirited driving from time to time, and definitely some quarter mile, eighth mile racing, I'm good. If I need it, I will then adjust and get data and amend my project as according to what the demands dictate. So, um, as a scientist, I don't tend to put the cart before the horse. I get data, look at some of the challenges that present themselves, and find very efficient solutions to do that, you know? Um, thank you so much, Pissed F off. Appreciate that. Get the old setup back on the blue Porsche and show the EV how the petrol engine is. Well, the blue Porsche is still together. It's not in pieces at all. It's, Albert just drove into the showroom two days ago. So it's, it's tip-top shape, you know? Um, I know on computers they put liquid cooling. Is that something that can be put on batteries? Yes, it can be. Yeah, so um, right now I do have a cooling system for the inverters. Definitely that's in there. Inverters and motor has its own cooling, standalone cooling system. I have a Bosch pump and a very nice CSF radiator in the front that allows me to do some great heat exchange. And that's been keeping the stator, the motor, the inverter cool. I mean, today I did some drives around the complex, which is pretty large here in Ontario, and it stayed very steadily at 21 degrees Celsius, which is pretty good, you know? Um, do I recommend Automotive Candy as Jim Genghis can? Yes, I do. Um, I've had a great experience with them with the wagon. So they supplied the components for the rear end, and it's been robust so far. You know, what battery does the K3V use as Ian Nadal? What's the range? So the batteries he uses are LG Chem batteries. They're 60 volt packs. I have six in the rear, six in the front. 
Um, you can buy them from quite a few retailers. You can even buy from EV West. And uh, that's what I'm using right now. Now, the range I don't have for the kind of driving that I do. So I drive differently. The vehicle, as you see, is much lighter than a Tesla. So instead of being in the five, four, 5,000 pound range, as I posted recently, it's 2,600 pounds. Hey, James, see, like my wig? It's keeping me warm here. Um, and that being said, part of me really having so much dedication to getting this vehicle roadworthy is to be able to quantify, not, not hypothesize, really quantify in real world with the weight, with the tire size, with the friction, with the you know, frictions that are, exist in the vehicle from the wheel bearings, to you, and you name it, aero, you name it. I want to be able to get that data and provide it to all of you and then improve from there on if need be, you know? Um, think it's possible to come up Rennick Haven here in New Hampshire? I don't quite understand what you mean by that. You must, <laughs> I don't know. That's probably a joke, but I don't know. Hello, Leo Bagunas. Good seeing you, sir. Elson Lorenzo, good afternoon. Thank you for joining our Tech Tuesday today. Any decisions on MR2? I'm on the fence now. I may end up, because my initial goal was to maybe build something that was Toyota-based, but it's been done. Do maybe a K-swap on it, it's been done. Could do an EV thing on it, that would be pretty cool, right? But at this point in time, with all the projects I have going, I'm going to see if other people are interested in the chassis, and if not, I end up building it. So that's where we stand right now. Hello, Absolute Kevin, thank you so much. Hello, Elie Delgado Ayala, good afternoon. What axles on the K3V? Drive shaft shop. Man, they built some beefy units there. So what they did is they allowed me to utilize some 935 CVs in the hubs and the wheels, so they exist. They had this large 935 assembly that also goes on the transaxle side of the EV assembly. And that plugs in like a regular hub that you may see on any type of transaxle setup that's pretty commonplace. And they have these beefy axles that just connected the two. They had me um, mount everything up in the chassis and give them dimensions. And the first time out when they supplied the devices, they were perfect, which is pretty nice, you know? Which do you prefer, AW11 or AW20? I love the modern amenities in the, AW, in the SW20, but the AW11 is near and dear to me because that's the first car I fell in love with when I was in Nigeria. So I like the wedge shape of the old school AW11, but the amenities of the SW20. Got to choose between the two? Most likely it'll be AW11 with some modern technology inside. Parkhouse, good seeing you, sir. Thank you so much for joining our Tech Tuesday today. Hair and V, yep. <laughs> this is my do not judge me way, because Parkhouse, you may see this, but I built this crazy um, electric Porsche 935, and people are going bananas. A lot of people love it. People who experience it, like, oh my God, this is amazing to drive. It is the fastest thing I've ever been in. It's absolutely fantastic and legal in California. But some people think it's blasphemy that I electrified a 935. But to be honest with you guys, I'll share this with you, and I really mean it. I really saved that car. That car was in a garage for over 10 years, um, had slight damage on a real quarter panel. No one wanted it. It was just sitting there. The gentleman I bought it from, great guy. He's the president of POC here in Southern California. And it was for his girlfriend, and she didn't want it. She wanted a 993. So I took this car that was really probably never going to see the road, and I took it and created that from it. And now um, we've saved another Porsche. We've kept another Porsche on the road. And not only have we done that, we've had the opportunity, as you mentioned, Park House one, instant torque, amazing drivability. And it's really, there's, there's no emissions. It's really, it's really safer for the environment. And I'm going to set up the shop and the house for 
uh, absorption using solar panels so I don't have to you know, utilize electricity through Edison, it's going to be great, you know? Were, would the new Cybertruck, would that be cool? Were the new Tesla Cybertruck? Um, I do like it, and I may end up picking one of those up. I like those a lot. True tuners are never purists. I get a lot of hate modifying anything. You're right, absolute Kevin. And you know, the thing is that I build these cars for me. And here's what really, really kind of annoys me to some extent. And that's why I really have this wig on today. If you think back of what Porsche did in the 80s, they dominated the series that I raced in with these 935s because the engineers did what they had to do to go fast. They were very ingenious. They were able to do wonderful things. And Kramer came along and serviced those customers that Porsche wouldn't take care of or those people who wanted something a little better and beat Porsche on their own game as tuners. Now we have these cars that are revered and these cars that we worship, which are great. But think about what the engineers did back then. Think about what the enthusiasts did back then. Think about what the builders did back then. They went and did what they had to do to win. And in the true scope of what the 935 is about, what I did to that 935, I firmly believe, is a great thing. It's what, if this technology existed in the 80s, would have been done to those cars. It's amazing, you know? A partnership between Elon would be epic. Thanks so much, Adding Good. And, you know, we have a lot in common. Elon is from South Africa. I'm from West Africa. Elon was in college in his teens. I was as well. Elon studied engineering. I did as well. It would be great to be able to interact with him. It really would be, you know? <laughs> I said, Elon's going to be after me. I hope in a good way, Parkhouse One. Are you going to make 10th gen Civic parts? Yes, I am, actually. As a matter of fact, I have, and I need to put these on the market. I have pro we've done testing um, exhaust systems, downpipes for those as well. And definitely, you know, I'm going to leave the intercooler to my friends at PRL. They've done a smashing job with that. But yes, I am going to make 10th gen Civic parts for the SI and the Type R. How many motors are in the K3V? What is the general cost of doing electric conversion? Great question. Great question, Ian. Um, one motor, it's a very large unit, it has an integrated inverter on it, and also a housing that integrates that with a drive shaft, or a differential, I should say. It's a pretty large mo unit, about this big, pretty large, and uh, it's about uh, 400 and, I would say, 475 kilowatts, which is pretty nice. Um, to answer your second part of the question, which was the cost of it, you know, the first ones are also very, always very expensive. This one cost me well into the 50s, um, just on the conversion itself. I'll try and get that down a little bit more if I can. Uh, the biggest is uh, um, with some of the components that go around the motor. You have the dc dc converter, you have the charging system, um, you have all the contactors, you have fuses, and the battery management system. And the battery management system is pretty expensive. And then the batteries themselves are pretty penny as well. So that is the majority of The motor itself is not so bad. It's the other components. Um, then when you start modifying those engines, so it, it's always cost-effective to grab components from different manufacturers and modify them to your liking, which we're doing a smashing job with. Um, we're even using a, a bespoke controller that allows me to use a shifter very nicely. So that being said, um, it's, it's, up, it's in the 50s. It's definitely in the 50s to make that happen. Definitely, you know. The next $100 bill. <laughs> You're funny, Goofy. Yeah, I'm doing this because, you know, I have this crazy thing. Ah, it's actually quite, quite warm now. But um, it's my no-judge-me wig, and it keeps me warm because it's really cold out here in Ontario. Really, really cold. So put it back on. Here we go. Um, Jeremy, I am wearing a wig to keep me warm, and it's my no-judge-me wig because I've been getting a lot of flack. <laughs> D-Ling says, what the? <laughs> I'm, getting, D -Ling, I'm getting a lot of judgment from purists on that K3, um, which is pretty interesting. And um, 
Guys, I'm telling you, unless the purist is just a troll, I've had people come here and experience that car who are diehard petrolheads, and it changed their lives. I'm telling you, it's amazing, you know? Um, let's see. Uh, Barney says, Barney, brap, brap, I see Puro at some places, but how can we compare to Schaefer's? Oh, there's no comparison between Schaefer's. Puro, I, so how I met these guys from Puro is that he came to me as a customer, and they provided me a small budget to get as much oil as I could, including the one you just mentioned, and test against them. So compared to all you mentioned, um, Puro has a lot better thermal stability and chemical resilience. So with E85 and even E10 that most petrol is here in California. But it makes 636 horsepower and it weighs 2681 pounds. So the math is not so bad. Yeah, purists are strange. Um, a majority of purists I meet are so concerned about resale value. It's so strange. I want to enjoy the cars. I want to create the cars as my own. Um, this vehicle I'm looking at right here is my next project. Dealing, I'd love for you to participate. This is my next project right here for the, another EV setup. Um, I plan on making this one all-wheel drive. Let me try and switch the camera around so you guys can see. Sorry about you guys on YouTube, but this right here. So that's another project. That's how they usually start out. So that's going to be my next project, which is going to be my next, my next EV project right now. And um, that's my goal is to do that. All-wheel drive because that one, that one right there is so awesome. But I, with, with a little demand, I spin those slicks on it. Yeah, I'm driving slicks on the street, right? How dope is that? Anyway, this should be all-wheel drive, and it's over. It's over, right? Just ridiculous. Oh, stop it, adding good. You know, I already have my hat on. Talk about Vitara pieces. Shame on you. Speaking of Vitara's, today is James Kemp's birthday. Happy birthday, James, from Speed Factory. Great guy. Met him years ago and did some really wonderful things with the D-Series together. <laughs> See you next week. I think good. Have a good one. Pike's Peak in the future for K3. You guys, you know, keep it a secret, but she has no idea what I'm about to do to her, being the K3V. One thing about Pike's Peak, which is amazing, is that you're not affected by elevation. The Odyssey, which is back there as well, had the opportunity to go to the Pike's Peak uh, uh, facility or mountain. Really crazy. Um, Rutledge drove it. And the higher up you get, the less power because... There's less oxygen. You need oxygen to create power. You need combustion through the engine to make heat, to convert to mechanical energy. Yes, our internal combustion engines are nothing but glorified energy converters, which are not very efficient if you take away the key component of oxygen. But the, the, how it feels here at sea level is how it feels at 26,000 feet with an electric motor. So sadly, the records that have been held by electric motors will never be broken on Pikes Peak by a petrol engine again. They may get close to some extent, but would never be broken. You cannot beat the, the efficiency of EVs, especially at altitude. It's just amazing. You know. Turbos, bro, bro. Yes, I love turbos. There's a turbo car here, turbo car there, twin turbo right here next to me, Tur twin turbo right there. That's going to be turbo very soon, that blue one. Twin turbo here, <laughs> twin turbo there. Lots of turbos. Um, I love turbos. I love internal combustion engines, but I have this. I, just like I posted today on Instagram before you guys joined me, I posted up the Odyssey minivan, which is a Honda. I posted the Veloster N, which is a Hyundai. I posted up the Porsche Ninja Turtle, which is a Porsche. I love variety. So I can appreciate internal combustion engines, hybrid setups, pure electrics. I love them all, you know? Yeah, I hear you. What do you think of VW Electric race car Goodwood? It was sick. 
That car was very expensive to build. Very good. I think it was amazing. And it just, if you have, if, I know many of you go to SEMA, but you, if you have the opportunity to visit uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, CES in Vegas, you will see what the OEMs are doing. Ford, GM, Honda, Hyundai, Mitsubishi, Nissan, they are investing heavily in electronics and electronic-based mobility solutions. It's amazing, you know? Wasn't here for the conversation, but how does one make a carb legal if you want to mod it heavily without having carb legal parts? Impossible. It's just not possible, E30. You cannot do it. Manufacturers, companies, even people like ourselves go through ridiculous amounts of paperwork and testing to show and get that carb EO certification. SEMA does a good job, and they're right here, not too far in Diamond Bar, to help streamline the process. They have relationships with people in government that can help make that process a little less painful. But at a minimum, if you're just really, really, really getting everything done right the first time, a company is investing fifteen dollars to $18,000 in getting a CARB approval for one part. And you can imagine how many of those parts that we sell to recoup that money. So to make a vehicle that's heavily modded pass the stringent California emissions, and you don't touch any emissions equipment, and OBD works the way it should, is very difficult and impossible to do without having carbon legal parts. It's just not possible. Even if you are able to get to pass the sniffer test or OBD test, when you go to the, the referee to get a stamp of approval, to get it legal where I went yesterday with the EV, you will not pass the visual inspection. You need to have every component that's modified certified. So I'm sorry, but it's just not possible. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I feel that EV conversions is really going to forcibly be the future of tuning and performance. Because look at how my process was, much easier than what you would go through E30. And above and beyond that, the cost is coming down of batteries, cost coming down in battery management systems, cost coming down with controllers. My friends from AEM are going to make the job even easier for us builders. It's, it's a lot going on. So um, hang tight, and the performance... When I say there's immediate torque and no lag, guys, there is no lag. It's just that, like that. It's just ridiculous. It's unnatural, but in a good way. It's exciting, nonetheless, you know? Ah, all the way from Turkey. Thank you for joining. Sefats, good seeing you. Nims, Honda Day. I said hi to Ryan for you when we're CSF. Thank you so much for joining. I need a custom drop, BC drop-in turbo for my SI. Hmm. Talk to my friends at Terminex. We can probably make that happen. How much boost does a center seat boxer make? This one right here, at rest, let's say driving around normally on the track, it is uh, 14 PSI, and adds another 5 PSI with a press of a button. Pretty cool. Just not comfortable putting all my trust in an electrical design. Frass, that's interesting because... Um, I'll tell you something. You know the engine management computer that you use to run your internal combustion? It's the same type of technology. If not more components than that, then you would see because there's more to control than an EV setup. So your alternator doesn't go crazy on you. That's a generator that's currently in your car now. Have an open mind. I was the same way, guys. I was a diehard ICE person. I was the same guy who would say, EVs have no soul. They're rubbish. I would never build one. And then Honda, when they approached me and said, hey, we want you to build this CRZ for us, I said, can I take the engine out and put a K-swap in? They're like, nope. 
And I'm glad they did that because it exposed me to the first integrated motor assist, you know? Um, Linny, I'm sorry you feel that way, um, but it is the future. And even though I love petrol engines, and I do, I love the sound, I love the smell, I love the feeling, I also love to go fast. And um, Linny, I'm sorry you feel that way, but uh, I'm sure back in the day, people with the horse and buggies felt a certain way as well. <laughs> and they said, what about the horses and the manure that it creates and the glue with the hooves and... You know, they can create, I can use their excrement and, and, and grow my plants and my seedlings. The sound is different, I-5. Would you be shocked to hear that because that thing is so amazingly fast, I don't miss the sound? It has a nice... It has, you, naturally, you feel that and you can amplify it. But all I do is do the drive... I, I can't... I get mad at some people who expose me to the EV world because... They couldn't put it in words, and I can't put it in words. If you drive something like that, it, it's ridiculous, you know? Um, AJ's asking, how does the EV Porsche handle on the track? We'll find out soon. We don't know. Um, I just went to uh, Chewworks recently, so just to get alignment. Then I need to do a ton of... You and I, AJ, when you come by, you and I have a lot to talk about, so much to talk about, because I've learned so much since you and I met last time. Um, my goal is to beat the crap out of this thing. I want to be able to road race it. I'm going to drag race it. I'm going to canyon carve it. I'm going to go to Mexico. I'm going to mess with people. People pull up to me on the freeway like, ha, 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 poser. And then we have some fun. You know, it's just, I, I can't, I can't. You know, it's just amazing. Can we get a sound clip? Yes. I will post up a driving video, let's say, by tomorrow. Today, I'll put up a video that talks about the process I went through, um, the process I went through to get it certified. Because I think it's something that everyone can learn from, what I had to do with the horn and the lights and the brakes and the, you know, all the things I had to go through, just a little checklist thing, which would be very nice, you know? Are you required to have a horn constantly on the racetrack with the K24 because it's so quiet? Um, the K24? Um, I don't know what you're referring to. If you mean the wagon, it's loud, but I don't have a horn on that. Ah. Um, is the 850 horsepower twin turbo 911 street legal? Yes, I have the loophole because it's a 1975. So in California, 1975 and older, no problem. No problem at all. 1976 and newer, eh. <laughs> so, and that's one of the reasons why it's so sweet to be able to pass a bar with current, faster technology, you know? Is the EV project cheaper to build than a big power project? It depends. So, um... Let's say something like this Porsche right here next to me that I showed you guys earlier. I'm going to point to it again. This is a G-Body 911 with a Porsche GT2 engine, less power than the K3, with a sequential gearbox to be able to make the shifting more engaging. Um, I actually grabbed the shifter out of this and put in that, so I need to replace it. But nonetheless, this is much more expensive, and this setup was, is 520 horsepower. That's 636. This setup... The motor alone, the motor alone costs more than my entire swap. So yes, it's much more cost effective. For big power, it's even more. Yes, it is. Could you get an EV swap, any other car? Which would you choose? Uh, cheers from Brazil. Thank you so much, Gabriel. Um, I would like, I most likely choose something that's probably mid-engine. So as AJ talked about a moment ago, um, how does it handle on the track? Now, that Porsche is pretty rear-heavy. Um, I think it's a 6139 um, rear to front bias. So I'd love to see a 50-50 with that kind of amazing power. So being able to do something in a box or a Cayman 
would be a really fun project, something I'd like to explore very soon. Hello, neighbor MJ. Good seeing you. Hello. I know Hedy. I took Hedy Shifter, so sorry. I imagine there will be a modular EV chassis in the near future. Just grab the body and go. Yes, so Diling, it exists. There's a company called Canoe. They have this setup which is known as skateboard. And literally with this skateboard setup, you just have this EV setup on a platform that looks like a skateboard, four wheels, and you can modular change the, you can change it to a coupe, you can make it a truck, you can make it a bus, you can make it a van. The future is really cool. One thing about EV setups, you don't have all this intrusive architecture, so it forces a renaissance for automotive designers. You now have more flexibility to design cars and not worry about hood line clearances because an engine is tall or too wide. It's, it's really an amazing time to exist. It really is, you know? Boxer EV, my dead boxer needs a new life. I just talked about that, absolutely, Kevin. Yes. The funny thing is that a Boxster, it gets kind of tricky with that because Boxsters, you can get pretty cost-effectively now. An M96 engine or M97 engine for a Boxster could hover. Rebuilt or low-mileage one could be 10, 15 grand. You'll probably invest 10, 15 grand in batteries alone to do a conversion as we sit today. So it's something that uh, if it's someone who really loves the car, really is in enthusiastic about it, and it's not doing a cost analysis between EV and ICE, it would be a great project to do. Um, on a 911, this is different because 911 engines are expensive. I mean, you can sell your 911 engine and gearbox out of 993 and have enough money with a couple of change to do a conversion. But on a Boxster, it's a little bit different. Hello, Scott, TFT, good seeing you. Um, you have a very strong car horsepower? Yes, I do, Cephas. So in this room here, I have five, 520, I have 850, I have 420, um, 520. The 636 right there picking up. Next to it is a Viper that's 640. I have a 1029 horsepower minivan, which is pretty cool as well. Look, that's what I, I do. It's my thing. My phone, keeps, my phone keeps messing up here, which is pretty interesting. But anyway, um, it's like I enjoy doing that. And even this Tech Tuesday I do with you, it's me providing that opportunity where I'm trying to be that person I needed when I was younger. When I came to America and I love cars, I want to do things, people flat out didn't want to help me. Period. I'm wearing this judge wig properly. People did not want to help me. They didn't want to help at all. I got turned away. Oh, get away, kid. Oh, you're a student. Come back when you graduate. Oh, you're from Africa. You don't have cars there. They were just saying all kind of crazy things to me. And long story short, one guy, John Conciati, founder of AEM, Advanced Engine Management. I love him to death. Hedy's godfather. Great guy. Saw me and took me under his wing. And because of him, I am who I am today. And what I want to do is to be able to provide that same opportunity for all of you. Um, and, and you can do that for others too. Be that person. You don't know what someone's feeling, what they're thinking, what help they need. By being there for someone can really make a difference in their life. It can prevent them from making a mistake that, can, that they'll spend the rest of their life paying for. It can also provide an environment where you can be a positive influence on those people. And it's happened to me today. So I'm trying to do the same thing, you know? Uh, BDK is asking, what's up with the wig? This is my... Don't judge me wig. That's what this is. This is my don't judge me wig. I usually wear this when people judge me because I'm getting a lot of uh, flack on my Porsche EV. So I'm wearing this wig as my don't judge me wig. But I always have it with me, but I don't get a lot of judgment recently until very recently. But on the same token, it's pretty cold here in Ontario in the back of the shop and this keeps me warm. Hello, Ricky. Good seeing you. My pleasure, absolute Kevin. Thank you, Dealing. But it's true. It, it's amazing. I, I didn't know much. I didn't know much about cars. 
the first car I drove back in Nigeria was a Peugeot 504. And it wasn't modified, but I, I always read magazines. I dreamt about the AW11 um, uh, um, uh, Toyota MR2. I dreamt, I dreamt about the uh, Pontiac Fiero, which I loved so much. I dreamt about all these cars and came to America, and it was just a haven of modification. I came late 80s, early 90s, and it was just, man, people are doing it. That's when people are street racing and doing all this stuff, and I want to learn. And I go to people, I go to shops, I went to Toy Sport, and I went to a place called G-Speed, and I went to all these places, and they turned me away. It's, some people were kind to me. Um, Nick Arias, God bless his soul. Um, uh, Ed Iskandarian from Iski. Um, John Concialdi, really, I mean, these are people like, come here, let me tell you a little bit. God bless his soul as well. Mike Coftree um, from Benson's, you know, who ended up joining RS via our efforts. It's just... So now I'm paying it forward. Oh, just like AJ said, I'm paying it forward just here to give back. Whatever I learn, whatever my experiences have been, my journey, I'm sharing with you. I have nothing to hide. You want to know compression is in my insight? 16.5 to 1, 17 to 1. That's what I run. What compression did I run in my D-series? 18.4 to 1. Um, what fuel did I run in my insight? I've done everything from E85 to methanol. Um, what uh, charger do I use on the K3V? Elcon, PFC 2500. I'm here to share. I don't, the great thing about technology is, and I'm getting my soapbox here, the great thing about technology is it continues to evolve. So what I share today will be better next week, next year. I have no reason to hold back. If I can share knowledge for you guys to learn and it makes your life better and your car's better and your project's faster, why not? Why not? What do I use to flash uh, ECUs? I use um, Win OLS. I don't hide it. It's just I'm here to help. You know. Would love to see what you could do with my VW GLI. You'd be the coolest car. Thank you so much. I appreciate the kind words. Ill, D Ball, very cool name. How'd you go? The monster registered, huh? Terrorizing the streets soon, eh? That's my go. That's my go, BD. So I don't have it registered. What I did, I got it approved, which is a big deal. I assume you're back east, but it's a big deal in California. California is wicked. Not in a good wicked way, but very wicked to anything performance. And when it comes to alternative fuels, they are much more towards, lenient towards that. So, I, you know, it's, it's so ironic that I got this crazy looking race car approved in California, which is great, and it's emissions friendly and faster than, would probably destroy every car in the shop. How crazy is that, you know? I go into any discussion willing to change my mind. Same goes for tech. That's great. Um, Dealing, I wish you'd visit us here. I look forward to seeing you next team. I should be good, you know? Easy still says he needs a PR banner. Um, DM them, let them know. And if you don't have any success, let me know and I'll call them and talk to them. <laughs> Is PR still sponsoring people? Would love to have some aerospace grades and take an LS3. Yes, they do. So I know. Talking to the team last week, I think they, after Black Friday, they have a sponsorship program going through to Christmas. So DM them. DM the guys at Pure All. They can definitely take care of you, by all means, you know? Um, have I been, have I had a chance to be in or drive a 918? Not yet. And that's why, as I mentioned earlier, Zan is one of my dream cars. When are you going to do work on a V-Dub, asked Miggy. Well, Porsches are pretty much, I'm joking. Well... I don't have a relationship with Volkswagen, but that may change very soon, especially with our, our, our venture into the electronic or EV world, or the electric world. So that being said, stay tight, 
hang in, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I will definitely announce it when something does happen. It looks like something may happen fairly soon. They're running responsible pricing on lubricants to the end of the year. Thank you, Izzy. Very good job. Thank you so much. I hope we can make my next trip longer so I can visit other places like your shop. It'll be an honor to have you. For those of you who don't know Dealing Designs, you know my, my crazy waggle van? He did the turbo fans on that. The guy is so talented. And the turbo fans is not for fancy. It works. I don't even know he knows. It works. It does a good job. I have it bolted onto the rear of the wagon, just like the old school Honda guys did in British Touring. And it helps evacuate the bottom of the carriage. So it creates downforce. And I need that for all-wheel drive setup. I need my rear tires to get planted. When you pull off the turbo fans, you can see the streams of moisture where it's wicking air away from under the car, taking dirt and wicking it away. It's bad. You're a talented man. Then, on our EV project that we do at Hyundai, we build this crazy ionic hybrid and we put it on the front. The guy's good. He's good, you know. Please to my car, says Fernando. Give Lindsay a call up front, 888-922-6686. And Lindsay will take care of you. Sheepy's asking, what's up with the wig? Sheepy, this is my do not judge me wig, Alex. People are judging me. You build exotics, right? So I built an exotic Porsche race car with electric setup, and people are freaking out. Like, a majority of people love it, but I have these purists who are on me. They are just flagging me and beating me up and talking crap, and I'm like, you know what, guys? Don't judge me. I'm going to get a gavel next time. We will be a piston and rod combo, and I'm going to use that as my gavel, which is pretty crazy. Um, yes, I do have a YouTube channel. It's BCMoto, B-I-S-I-M-O-T-O. Subscribe, click on the bell, make it gold, and you'll be able to do that, you know? Sheepy says, I never judge you. I've been knowing you for 14 years. Never judge. I'm here to ask about that thing. Tell me about it. They talk about because you're doing something good. Well, you're right. You're right. Thank you so much, Sheepy, for all your... You've known me for... I think you've known me for more than 14 years. But you know I've never shied away from the unknown or things that are awkward. And by the way... Once again, that's the reason why I'm wearing the wig, but I'm used to getting attacked. For goodness sakes, I drag race D-series. I drag race single cams, and people making fun of me until they saw my times. Um, I, put, I built minivans. I put water-cooled engines in Porsches. So I'm used to the animosity, but this one, they're vicious. They're saying I destroyed a car and this and that. I actually resurrected and saved that car. That car was going to be parked in someone's garage in Palm Desert, rotting away. And I resurrect this car, and now it's on the road again. How great is that, you know? Um, oh, you did. Sub said he DM me about this weekend on the Velocity. I'm going to look through it. I get hundreds of DMs. I will find yours and see what you talked about, by all means. Hi, BC. Just did your exhaust on my 3.077. It sounds amazing. Thank you so much, Joe Alvarez. Send me some photos. DM me some photos, Joe. I'd like to be able to share your beauty with the world, you know? Is Magnus Walker a big fan of EVs? I don't know, Jermaine, but if he's not... He wants to drive it. We spoke about this at SEMA. So once I get some good data on range, get some good information on my battery management system, Jay Leno wants to drive it. We re they reached out already, and so does Magnus. So I will let you know how they like it. I have a weird inkling they're going to really, really defecate on themselves. Defecate. <laughs> Jealous with the bar certification. It was great. Alex, remember how hard it was to like, do anything with your Civic or S2K? I actually went and took that car yesterday to the state ref, and it got certified. I'm 50 straight legal. I'm going to come to your shows and come out to Temecula and go to the PEC and plug it right in. I can't wait to go to the Porsche Experience Center to the front of the door and plug it right in. <laughs> They're going to be like, what the heck is this guy doing? You know? Uh, oh, what engine's in it? Oh, I'm sorry, Alex. So, Alex, what I did there, I did something very clever. 
I have this very unique motor system. It has an integrated motor and inverter and transaxle all in one. It looks like a weird T-shape. And it's 475 kilowatts of motor. It's a three-phase AC setup, so I have a DC to AC converter internally. It has a full cooling system, which is very nice. And 475 kilowatts is like a 636 horsepower. And it has full torque at one RPM. I mean, one RPM peaks out at 18,000 RPMs. It is bananas. The people from Speed Hunters came here and lost their minds. It's amazing, you know? Are you gonna build a 996 Turbo? Nick, I have. If you're not familiar with the BC Moto 996, that's my fault. Um, not only do I have my own blue one that we built, um, and that was 609 horsepower. It has blue with gold wheels, gold turbos, really cool. We've done a ton of customer cars with that. We've done tons of 996 turbos. Forgive me, I have done a poor job in sharing what we've done with 996s. And 996s, as far as I'm concerned, are the most underrated performance cars, period. They're amazing, you know? What's the chance of a kid working for you? I need a job. Very, very likely. Just send me your resume to lab at bcmoto.com. Sounds good, sheepy. Let's get back to those V10s. Take care, you know? Um, time to take a Fontana drag strip. Yes, not quite yet. I need some more data. Guys, you can't just build a car with technology that's, how should I say, very experimental and just send it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a recipe for disaster. I did that years ago with my D-series and I learned a valuable lesson. I mean, I expired stuff on a dyno. I, expired, I oiled down the entire left side of Palmdale Raceway at LACR, the entire track I oiled down experimenting at the track and sending it without testing. So I've done that. You running for Parliament now? Oh, dirty, I just made. This is my no judge me wig because I'm getting a lot of judgment on the K3V. And what I'll do is when we're done, I'll take you guys to the back of those of you on Instagram. And for you on YouTube, you should follow me on Instagram because it's really cool. Same with all of you listening on podcasting. And we'll do a quick walk around and I'll talk about what makes the uh, K3V tick. Huh? How's that sound, guys? Thoughts on the plug-in plug -in parameter hybrid? I think it's awesome. You have the opportunity to plug in and drive on EV for quite a while. And then petrol kicks in so you don't have much any challenges with range, which is pretty cool. What are you silly? Gotta send it. Nope, I've learned my lesson. I will send it when I get enough data and make sure things are done properly. I'll buy a business shirt with that face and wig. I may just do that, Jim. <laughs> Hayden, I am located in Ontario, California. And guys, that being said, um, I will have to depart, but I'm gonna sign up because I'm getting this warning from Instagram, and I'm gonna come back in and let's take a walk over to the K3, and we'll have the opportunity to talk about it, and I'll show you what makes it tick. Okay, guys, see you soon. Take care. Cheers.